It's the big show, Gordon Monson, Jake Scott, 97.5 and 1280 The Zone. Time to talk some college basketball. Let's get out to the zone phone. Joining us now, head basketball coach at Utah State, Craig Smith, with us here on the big show. Coach, thank you very much for a few minutes. How are you doing? Oh, man. It's so uh, First of all, thanks, thanks for having me on. And secondly, i got to tell you, it feels so good to talk to you guys and not having to be bogged down by talking to Scotty Gerard um, all the time. So I know this is going to be a killer interview. I know for a change I'm going to have to answer some original questions. And uh, uh, and maybe you can do the pregame show tomorrow as well. <laughs> hey, that's, <laughs> the, that's, that's the Utah Broadcaster of the Year you're talking about. I know. You know, I'm giving him a hard time. Scotty's awesome. Have such a great relationship, and he kills it all the time. So, well, he's, uh, he's very fortunate to be around him. He's he's great at what he does, and he he truly coach uh, as a as a fan of radio and and play by play. He brings Utah State basketball to life on these airwaves. He he's yeah. he's incredible what he does. He, and I will say, I told him this uh, after the radio show, our weekly radio show the other day. Almost every radio show, he comes up with a question, and I'm just like. Wow, like you are observant. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> yep. I can't believe you see that, you know, or feel that. Uh, because a lot of times it just hits exactly what I've witnessed or saw. Or, But I'm around our team every day. And um, he has a great set of eyes for sure and has great feel for what's going on. So, Coach, just don't get well, him talking. Talk about about Scotty Scotty <laughs> no, yeah, <laughs> just just don't talk to him about two things, Craig: uh, lawn care and uh, and and smoking stuff on the grill. Uh, and then you'll you'll have to sit down for five hours to hear it all. Uh, or uh, he gave me he after uh, one of the games. I think it was at New Mexico. He gave me a pen um, that he made on his. Is it called a lathe? A lathe, I think yeah. it's a lathe, mm-hmm. where he does this wood stuff, and he's super passionate. Man, he is incredibly talented to be able to do that. So I told him, so that pen now just sits on my office desk, and every contract <laughs> that comes through, every national letter of intent that comes through, like that baby's being signed with that, that pen that he gave me. <laughs> Well, Coach, let's talk about your team. And, uh, you know, this one might be a bit of a softball if, if you're uh, – but I want people to understand what exactly you're doing up there in Logan because it's, it's pretty amazing. And Doug Hoffman, your guy, uh, tweeted this out, um, I believe it was yesterday, uh, talking about uh, what you're doing up there. He said, won 15 of 16 Mountain West games overall, won 18 of 19 against Mountain West opponents, 36 and 9 in Mountain West play, uh, 21 and 2 at home. And I would add, don't leave – out two-time Mountain West Conference Tournament champion. Um, what's going right up there? Well, Jake and Gordon, um, uh, well, first of all, thanks for – I didn't see that tweet. I appreciate you saying that. I had no idea. Um, it's been a good run, obviously. But, you know, coaches do your best to put guys out on the floor and help put them in a position to have success. But basketball is a player's game. Uh, quite frankly, every sport's a player's game. You know, the players got to go out there and, and defend hard and rebound and execute a game plan and make the decisions on the offensive end. And, you know, uh, got to be able to make the right reach off the screen or roll or feed the post or and then put the ball in the hole. 
And so we've been fortunate to have some very good players um, that have really bought in to what we're trying to do on, on both sides of the ball. And, you know, certainly this is year three and we're a different team. You know, we have nine, we had nine new guys, nine guys that had never played one minute of basketball for the Aggies. Marco Anthony redshirted last year as a transfer from Virginia. And then we have eight freshmen, one redshirt freshman, seven true freshmen. So, you know, it's just, you know, this year, this year of all years, it's not the right year to have nine new guys <laughs> with the pandemic and not having your normal summer and and not having your full allotment of games. But you know, we have a philosophy in our program: NBA. And people think of NBA and they think National Basketball Association. We say next best action. So no matter what happens, whether it was good or bad, next best action. You've got to figure it out. And. Um, and our guys have really bought in. Obviously, start out 0-2, but have played really good basketball since then. And it just takes time. You know, you got to build chemistry. We have a great group of men that really want to do well. Um, but it takes time to understand the scheme, uh, our terminology. It's kind of like learning a, a whole new language for all these new guys. Um, but you're starting to see the, uh, us play uh, very connected on both sides of the ball, and uh, and good things are happening. And then, of course, you know, playing in in the spectrum. I mean, we have a great home court. We're fortunate to have a few fans at the game, um, but this place is a special place. And and obviously, our fans love basketball as the whole state of Utah does. I learned that really quick uh, when I got to Utah. How passionate uh, all fan bases are in their basketball, and I love it. So, Craig, I have a fundamental question, really, that relates to everything you just said, and it's this. How do you get the guys to achieve these things? How do you get your assistants to buy in? How do you get your players to buy in? And how do you get yourself to buy in? Well, for myself, I mean, I love what I do. I don't feel like I work a day in my life. And don't get me wrong, we put in a lot of hours and miss a lot of family stuff. But I, I, I get I get paid to coach basketball. Like it's it's, a, it's incredible. Um, we have an unbelievable staff. Um, Eric Peterson and Austin Hansen came with us um, from University of South Dakota. David Raglan, uh, I hired him when we first got hired, and then our whole administrative staff. And so it helps to have continuity. You know, we know what we're looking for in every way, shape, and form, on the floor, with scheme and what we're trying to accomplish, and then, uh, you know, and then recruiting the types of players that usually do really well for us. And so recruiting, obviously, is a big part of it. Recruiting guys that fit your style of play, that fit your mentality, <laughs> building relationships, um, in every way, and relationships really matter. What kind of people are they? And and are they going to thrive in Cash Valley? Are they going to thrive at Utah State, um, both basketball-wise, with our style of playing, our culture, and then off the floor? You know, um, Cash Valley isn't for everybody. Just like, you know, um, Seattle or L.A. or Houston might not be for everybody. So you got to be able to figure out who's going to have have a chance to have a tremendous amount of success uh, at Utah State through the recruiting process. And we've been fortunate um, on all fronts, and I think it shows on the floor. 
Coach Craig Smith with us from uh, Utah State. And, Coach, I want to ask you about building a, a defensive culture there because defense, you guys have just been really clamping down on teams. And, you know, uh, watching your previous teams, not that, that they weren't, uh, you know, hard-nosed defenders necessarily, but you've seemed to have taken it to a next level this year. Can you talk about building a defensive culture? Well, we we have been good defensively over our first two years, but not quite as dominant. Certainly, uh, I think as a whole, we're we're just more athletic uh, up and down the lineup, and it starts with Kata. You know, he was the defensive player of the year, the true freshman. Uh, but as a true freshman, he weighed 220 pounds. I uh, had a had a, 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 a pretty serious knee injury last year. Wasn't quite himself. It took him some time to get back to full strength. And now he stayed here all summer when everybody else went home, and he just really worked hard on his conditioning, on his lateral quickness, um, uh, and his strength. Now he's 235 to 240 and a strong guy. So uh, he really anchors us. But, you know, Justin Bean averaged a double-double last year. He's a freak athlete, really strong. Alfonso Anderson uh, coming off the bench. Trevin Dory is the 7-1. We're the tallest team in the country. And then our guards can really move. And so when you have so many new guys, you know, quite frankly, early on, I give our guys too much stuff. And I think it slowed them down. So we, as a coach, I had to take a step back and really trim down the play package, trim down some of our concepts defensively, and really let's let's be brilliant at the basics. And we chose the defensive end first. And, and our guys really dug in, bought in, have taken tremendous pride in understanding the opponent's strengths and trying to take those away, and and then just competing every possession. And so, um, you know, we have a group that's really, really hungry and and um, are taking care of business on that, on that end of the floor. Craig, how important is it to have uh, individual players have success like what Sam Merrill has been able to do? Does that uh, bleed over in your recruiting? Uh, how does that help the program? I think it helps in all fronts. It definitely helps in recruiting um, when, you know, you get an NBA draft pick come out of your program. And and Sam, you know, just, I don't know how to say that. I mean, he he really came onto the scene the last two years, and uh, he really improved his game, Uh, not only with his shooting ability, but more so playmaking ability, but then also athletically. And he's never going to be confused for – you know, LeBron James or anything like that athletically, but, but he did get quicker and he did get more explosive. And, and, and now you're seeing that with Kata. And I can go right down the line. A lot of these guys have improved their games. Skill development is such a major piece of what we do. And I think you can see the strides from almost all of our guys from one year to the next year to the next year that you can see the individual improvement which carries over to our team. And so there's a feeling of if you buy in and just understand the process and go through this, like great things are going to happen for for them individually, you know, uh, on an annual basis, which is going to help them, you know, three years from now, four years from now, five years from now. And then what really helps all of that, guys, is winning. 
right? When you when you know how to win and you understand how difficult it is to win consistently at this level, uh, it's hard to do. And so when you understand and you go through all that stuff and you know the recipe works, right, then you get these guys to buy in and it shows for both the team success and individual success. So, Craig, I have this question because I always wonder how. I promise, guys. Guys, I got my voice is so shot. I promise I haven't been out doing things I shouldn't be doing. It's just <laughs> yelling at our guys too much, I guess. But uh, so bear with me a little bit. <laughs> I'm curious to know how Sorry, you went. How, how you went from uh, your alma mater, North Dakota, and then end up coaching at South Dakota. Was that is there a rivalry there, and how are you able to manage that? Well, I mean, those schools, it's, uh, you know, back in the day, they were the NCC and D2 days, and then going to Division One, it's uh, it's definitely a rivalry. The Dakotas, you know, when you're <laughs> – everyone thinks there's one Dakota. It's like, no, there are actually two states, and we do have indoor plumbing um, and, and water that's clean coming out of the faucet. But um, it's a cool thing, right? Just I think especially for the fans – because those rivalries have been going on for so long between North Dakota, North Dakota State, South Dakota State, South Dakota. There's a comfort there. Anytime, you know, any combination of those four schools will play each other, certainly the attendance is much higher. Um, you know, we're starting to feel that uh, in the Mountain West Conference where, you know, we've, we've always had that kind of natural rivalry with Nevada, but now we're starting to get more and more rivalries the longer we're established in the Mountain West Conference. And so that's a cool thing. And it's so great to be playing at this level, at such a high level, against such quality opponents. Um, and, then of course, we, you know, we always try to schedule in-state teams, right? I mean, we have a – and ongoing, I forget how many years left on the contract with Weber State. And we go to Weber State. And there's not many Mountain West schools going to a big sky school, right? And Weber State's always very good. Obviously, our BYU, you know, BYU and us playing each other home and home and, and, and in the Beehive Classic. And of course, that uh, got absolved this year. Um, uh, last year, we played Utah Valley. We can just go right on down the line. We were supposed to play Dixie, but it got canceled. So, I think it's really important, especially in our great state, where the fans love basketball and they want to see local, you know, local regional schools play each other. I think that's incredibly, incredibly important and something that we're going to continue to do uh, at Utah State. Coach Craig Smith with us. Uh, he and his Aggies will try to make it 12 consecutive wins uh, coming up tomorrow night uh, against Colorado State. Tip-off will be at 9 o'clock pregame right here on the Zone Radio Network. We'll begin at 8.30. And, Coach, thanks so much for joining us. And rest assured, you are far from the last horse coach that will make an appearance on the big show, I assure you. <laughs> well, thanks a lot, Jake and Gordon, for having me. And and hope to be on again sometime soon. Thanks, and Coach. in the meantime, go Aggies!